What's up, Cartoon Network cuties? You're listening to the Psychology Channel, and today we have a special guest, and we are talking about Adventure Time. We are here to talk about human nature. It's on and popping up in here, you feel? Reels up in 30 minutes. You are my queen. I don't know what else I can say. That's the thing. You need to be called to be queen. She's crazy, and she needs to go down. I'm unstoppable! Fuck! <laughs> Son of a bitch. This is so boring. I think that we've had quite enough of you today. Go on. You got it, Joe. So like Eden said, we're doing Adventure Time. We're talking about Adventure Time today, and we're going to do it interview style. We had our interview at the beginning of our 2021 year, and we will hopefully be continuing doing some interviews with super fans of super shows and movies. <laughs> Our guest today is my boyfriend, Jacob, who I have mentioned a few times on our show. And Jacob is a Adventure Time super fan. Would that be safe to say? Uh, I think it would be safe to say. I think it. I would describe it as my favorite show, both from the age of 12 and at the age of 22 years old. Okay, I like that answer. That's a good answer. Starting this interview off great. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> so we're actually going to have Jacob give us a little rundown summary of what Adventure Time is for those of you who are not familiar or have not watched the show. Heck yeah. So Adventure Time is in a series on Cartoon Network. It ran from 2010 to 2018. Essentially, it, it's a, it covers the adventures of a, a boy, a human named Finn, and his magical dog named Jake. Uh, and it's essentially their misadventures in the post-apocalyptic land that is known as Ooh. Thank you. That was a good summary. Um, you also actually knew the run dates of the show. <laughs> Literally, we forget <laughs> so, every episode to do our research. <laughs> just already showing that you've done way more research than we do for anything already because we'll be like yeah this show aired <laughs> on the cw from uh shit time in the early 2000s yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that so we're just gonna dive right in to some questions and the first question i got for you is who's your favorite character or who are your favorite characters and why uh, i see i knew this question was coming but it's still a very hard one because i think i think like in terms of because Adventure Time's really only got like four or five like characters who are in multiple episodes, and then every other episode features a like one-time character who's mm -hmm. very distinct. And I think that's one of the strengths of the show is every character is very distinct. But if I had to just pick one, I think I identify with Jake the dog a lot, kind of as like his um, <laughs> his his kind of laid-back nature and his uh, just absolute absurdity and overall kind of bogus sage wisdom. I think I identify with that a lot. <laughs> Um, and not to mention his power set is absolutely insane. I mean, yeah, so it's it, he's he's the most fun to watch. So I think uh, so he he's your favorite because you identify with him the most. Yeah, I think so. And like I said, he's also like his powers are very cool. Like okay. he has the ability to like change shape, change size. He's his power set is kind of always shifting, and it it makes for a very good visual comedy as well as uh as well as some badass fights. Yeah, you actually, uh, you covered one of our other questions in that yeah, answer, did. so... It's okay, because I'm trying to, I thought of a follow-up question in my mind, Brain. Okay, I, ha I also came up with another question. Go for it. <laughs> um, in Adventure Time, what is your favorite weapon 
Or, like, what weapon would you most want to wield? Like, in real life, if you could have any weapon from Adventure Time. That's an excellent question. Thanks, I know we're really <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, Yeah, there is quite an assortment of weapons. I think the ones that stand out in my mind the most are the various swords that Finn wields uh, throughout the show. I think he's got about uh, five or six different swords that he has at one point or another. My favorite of which is undoubtedly uh, the demon blood sword or Joshua's sword, as I think it's called in the show. It's the the sword that uh, is passed down from Finn's adopted parents, who are also Jake the dog's parents. So Finn is raised by two anthropomorphic dogs, dogs who are private detectives slash occult experts. <laughs> It's the coolest looking sword. It essentially looks like a giant like red Celtic cross turned into a sword and it's a demon blood sword. So it's got a lot of hype around it. And there's like a literal demon who's like trying to get his blood back is like kind of one of the gags. So it's very I I agree with you that that is the coolest sword. That's pretty sick. And we will be dropping pictures of the demon blood sword on our Instagram and Twitter. So (laughs) good plug. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so next question here, starting to get into the more serious questions. So why Adventure Time? Why Adventure Time? I mean, why not Adventure Time, I think is the counter question to that. Okay, but... great. I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> I don't want you to answer the rest of the questions that we have within this why Adventure Time question. Usually this question just confuses people and we think it's funny, but you will actually answer it. I full. will. <laughs> don't try me. <laughs> well, my question that I came up with to replace the question that you already answered is completely <laughs> unrelated to the first question is your question related mine is related to the first question you go off okay because we had two separate questions one being who's your favorite character and the other being which character do you identify most with because sometimes it's different for people but my follow-up question that's kind of related is since you said you've been watching the show since you were 12 was jake also your favorite character when you were 12 and still your favorite character to this day? That's a very good question. I think I think one of the reasons I like Adventure Time so much is because I was 12 years old when the show came out. And Finn is also 12 years old. Ooh. So I think as a kid, I identified with Finn a lot. But now that I'm an adult in their 20s, I identify with Jake more because that's kind of the dynamic they have going. Yeah, okay. Is- more related to that. So I would probably say that like now Jake is both my favorite character and I identify with him more as a youth, okay. probably identify more with Finn, but still love Jake because Jake's hilarious. Even when you're a child. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good answer. That makes a lot of sense. What was your, what was the question that you just came up with off the top of your head? <laughs> mine is actually, it's like, it was, um, so you love, you would love adventure time, but what is something that you would change about the show? Like what's something you oh. really did not like about it? That is a good question. You can't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, you, you Nothing's nothing. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, nothing is perfect. <laughs> Except Adventure Time. <laughs> He's uh, like, maybe I would make it like 10 more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's also one of the strengths of the show. I think it's got the perfect amount. If anything, I think, I don't know if there's anything specifically I would I would change about the show. There are definitely episodes that are kind of misses for me. I think I kind of wish that it embraced maybe it's more 
queer aspects sooner mm. and more with open arms. But I think due to the time period, that was a struggle. But but by season 10, we have like mm-hmm. open... LGBTQ characters. Yeah, like representation. Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with my understanding of it is like the fans kind of influence on that. Like there was yeah. so much of a push for that by fans mm-hmm. that it eventually kind of made its way into the canon. Yeah. But I think if it had started from that place, it could be... It could have been something like really powerful, you know, in the time period that it was being released, like in the early 2000s or early 2010s. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I would have never thought about that. Good question yeah. off the top of your head and great answer. Yeah, great answer. Yeah. Cause I do really enjoy that and appreciate that about Adventure Time that they did kind of take people's like fan canons of the show and <laughs> incorporate it into the show. And as we know from <clears throat> Lost, that doesn't always work very well. <laughs> For shows, but it, and for other shows, um, but Adventure Time they did it very well. Okay, so follow up question to that. That's not really actually a follow up question to that, and I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> which is uh, one of your favorite episodes, or your favorite episode of all time? If you have a favorite episode of all time, but I didn't know if you did. Oh, definitely not. I don't think that I have a favorite episode of all time. There are definitely ones that i like a lot i think mm-hmm. there. here's the thing with adventure time right is that there's about 300 episodes oh, shit. so <laughs> i think <laughs> okay well then let me rephrase the question a little bit it's just sure. like which episodes or types of episodes stand out in your mind the most when you think about the show and why do they stand out like what makes those episodes that you think of stand out I anticipate, I did anticipate a favorite episodes question. Okay. And so I, I have kind of a, a rehearsed response to this to okay, a degree. I'll, I will let you get <laughs> Okay. So I would say that there are, there are two kind of categories of episodes that are, are very good. Okay. Uh, from objectively kind of like a critical standpoint, there are the, one of the big strengths of Adventure Time is it's like very advanced mythos. There's a lot of interconnected elements throughout the 10 series that kind of are very satisfyingly brought full circle by the end. Mm -hmm. So there are episodes that kind of contribute to that overall plot. Okay. Uh, And within those episodes, often there's episodes that do a lot of heavy lifting, like emotionally kind of really tug on the heartstrings with some of the more tragic components that makes up this post apocalyptic fantasy candy land. (laughs) (laughs) I did pick out a couple episodes that I think don't really fit into that category, but that I love. That you like. Okay. Um, Well, why don't you just list off the episodes that you did pick out so basically what i did for you all is i went through each season and picked out one episode that like i said doesn't fall into this like really heavy like you could emotional you could could watch it as a standalone yeah as a standalone and i think it 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 tracks and it's very good okay um some kind of more hidden gems if you will okay um so (laughs) uncut gems adam sandler what no i'm sorry (laughs) Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised bet if he has a... Bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he has a voice acting cameo. That would be incredible. A million in Adventure Time. It's really worth a Google. So my, my, my pick for season one would be episode 14, which is titled The Witch's Garden. Mm-hmm. And um, essentially what happens is Jake steals a donut from a garden and then immediately has his powers taken away. Nice. And becomes like <laughs> a strange little chubby man baby. I remember this episode. Yeah. And it is... 
just very funny. It's a very funny episode, uh, kind of realizing that Jake is, in truth, very lazy. And so without his powers, he's incredibly useless. Um, it's very good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I was about I don't to say have any powers, so I'm just incredibly useless. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my pick for season two would be The Silent King, which is, I think, very good uh, as somebody who's kind of into uh, who studied politics. It's basically an episode where Finn and Jake like successfully overthrow like this awful authoritarian ruler and then are immediately prompted by the people they saved to like run their kingdom for them. They're just <laughs> like, you should be our kings now. And they're just like, that's not really our bag. And they're like, well, then I guess we'll just fall into disarray. And they're just like, well, no, because, you know, they're good <laughs> yeah. cartoon protagonists. So they like try to be kings, but then have to adjust to the very bizarre customs of this kingdom. It's a quality episode. Season three, I'd say Dad's Dungeon. That's where we find the aforementioned sword. Mm. And it's a really touching story about kind of the way that fathers express love. Not much oh. more to say about it than that, but it's good. Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming <laughs> up. For season four, I put episode nine, Return to the Nidosphere. And the Nidosphere is basically Adventure Time's version of Hell, but it's a cartoon. Nice. So they're not going to like call it Hell. But for that reason, it's very funny because you basically get to see what the creators think Hell is like in this very cartoon world. And it is full of just insane imagery, but also just <laughs> hilarious absurdity. Mm-hmm. Like one of the running gags has to do with bananas being something like abhorrently disgusting in hell. They are. <laughs> Hot takes. That is the hottest take ever. Yeah, yeah bananas are great and you're slipping, everybody. but that's okay. Season 5, 29, <laughs> Sky Witch. Uh, it's just a quality Marceline and Princess Bubblegum episode. Yes! Um, yeah, pre-them, <laughs> pre like, fully delving into the canon that is their relationship. But, They've always uh, been in a relationship to me. <laughs> <laughs> Season 6, we're getting, like, later into the show now, so, like, things are starting to heat up in terms of, like, the bigger events. Princess uh, Bubblegum gets dethroned Wait, in episode... Yeah, this is episode season six, okay. 42. What's it called? Hot Diggity Doom. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like I said, uh, Princess Bubblegum gets like found like mm-hmm. a technicality by this poser and gets overthrown. <laughs> so she's no longer the ruler of the Candy Kingdom. And again, very good content. And then in like seasons seven, eight, and nine, the show kind of changes format and number of episodes and they kind of do like these mini series. So I just basically picked out my favorite mini series. Uh, which is the the stakes miniseries, which basically covers how Mar- Marceline became the vampire queen, how she mm-hmm. got her powers. And one of the things I wanted to bring up about that, one of the funniest things about Adventure Time. So Finn, the protagonist, has mm-hmm. his iconic white hat that has little ears on it. It's yes. like some kind of an animal hat. Nobody really knows what animal it is. No fucking idea. Uh, it's revealed that the reason that this is a thing that all humans do, all humans in this world wear these animal hats mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. trick vampires into thinking that they're animals so that they don't get eaten. <laughs> that is a piece of lore that has dropped off in this miniseries. Like, that's why all the humans in the show are wearing animal hats, because they're trying to avoid being eaten by vampires. I love that. <laughs> that's very cute. Uh, yeah, and then as far as, like I said, just not to bore everybody, and then season 10, I would just say the finale, because like I said, if you watch the show all the way through, the finale is 44 minutes of pure gold, just everything you've been watching it, it pays off the lore all connects to back into itself and it's uh it's really one of the more unlost like endings of a of a series unlost like 
<laughs> that's what we like in a series. If the finale is not anything like the lost finale, then, then you're it's good. Probably, yeah, then you're good. You're chilling. <laughs> well, thank you for the like yeah. episode recommendations. Yeah, I wrote all of those down. Of <laughs> Ted was taking notes. And it's funny because when you said the steaks, I wrote down like steak as in like red meat, but then you said Marceline the Vampire Queen. I was like, oh, like the, the stabby ah. kind. <laughs> Not it that. It is kind the stabby kind. <laughs> so our next question for you is which antagonist of the show do you find most compelling? And why? Uh, which antagonist of the show do I find most compelling and why? Hmm. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> we got him with the question he wasn't prepared for. That's true. <laughs> he has That's a list true. of protagonists that I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do have a list of minor characters that I enjoy. Oh, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, um, the Ice King. The Ice King, definitely. Uh, as far as like a mainstay of a protagonist, he's, he's the best. He's uh, comedy gold. He's just an absolutely absurd strange sad decrepit little pervy immortal being who's cursed <laughs> uh, and that is uh that's as as good as as good as it'll get for a for a cartoon no i think the ice king's great because he starts out as kind of this like the butt of every joke mm-hmm. uh and then throughout the show they give him this absolutely tragic backstory yeah they do really make you feel bad for like clowning on him so much <laughs> <laughs> they do um and you realize it's not his fault and he's actually insane <laughs> he's mentally ill jacob <laughs> not insane crack on these distinctions uh, i'm just a, a guy who watches cartoons uh, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah ice ice king great i took a witch character from adventure time quiz are you one time and i got ice king so so i'm also insane <laughs> saying that <laughs> You know, I knew there was a reason we ended up together. Oh my god. <laughs> Baby girl, you looking fine like Ice King today. Oh my god. Sorry. You are the you are the counter to my Ice King. No, Ice King's just creepily oh. obsessed with everybody. But anyway, so we had a question that was how old were you when you first started watching the show, but you said you were 12, so. Yeah, but the story of how I my my Entrance into Adventure Time is pretty good. You want good. to tell the story of your entrance into Adventure Time? I yes, would love yes, to. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so how did you how did you start watching Adventure yeah. Time? <laughs> Boy, am I glad you asked. Basically, in 2010 or whereabouts, I uh, was a Cartoon Network kid. You know, I just yeah. watched everything on Cartoon Network. You were Network. a Cartoon Network cutie. I was, arguably. <laughs> Notice um, how he said was. <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, like, you know, when you're watching Cartoon Network, like they advertise all of their new shows because, you know, it's shameless self-promotion. They want you to get in on it. And so basically I had been incepted with Adventure Time ads for months leading up to the series release. They had been advertising the show. I can relate to that. Yeah, they've been advertising the show. And as a child, I was watching that as a 12-year-old boy. And I was like, I need to see that. I don't know what it is but I need to see it. It's an emergency. So much so that on the very first premiere date of the very first episode, my family happened to be driving from Southern California to Northern California. So I was, and it's a six hour drive. So I was like, I need to be able to make sure that I see this premiere. This is very important. (laughs) This is the most important thing in my 12 year old life. (laughs) It really was. And I just remember 
we arrived at our destination in Northern California literally like minutes before the show was about to air. And so we're at a family friend's house and I'm like, I need to get to your nearest, the nearest television right now <laughs> on Cartoon Network. Like I forgoed like most of the niceties of like greeting all of my like fellow children. And I just went to the TV and I was like, I'm watching this right now. And I watched the very first episode, season one, episode one of Adventure Time. And was not disappointed. Completely worth it. Obviously ignoring, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ignoring every everybody uh, up to that point was the right decision, and uh, have been a fan ever since. So Jacob's family, um, Jacob stands by that decision uh, that he made when he was a shit little twelve year old and didn't say <laughs> hi to anybody that he like, was visiting. Now the question is, like, would you still be sitting here doing an interview about Adventure Time if you had been polite and talked to those family <laughs> friends? And Dang. I don't think you would be. I don't think you would. Butterfly, butterfly effects. Yeah. Butterfly yeah effects. Perhaps there's Crazy. a world. Well, tying back into like the nostalgia-y stuff, do you have a fondest memory associated with Adventure Time? Um, I would say probably cartoons are something uh, that me and my dad bonded over a decent amount. So, so I would say like, there was a lot of the first season that we watched together. And so there was kind of, there was a couple months and some of them still persist to this day of like Adventure Time quotes mm-hmm. that would just be mm-hmm. exchanged in my house. So I think that's probably my fondest memory. They're, they're fewer and far between, but they can still be found uh, between my brother, uh, my father and I. Dang, I'm starting to think we should have released this episode for Father's Day. What yeah. the heck? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's really sweet. I feel like I also have nostalgia associated with Adventure Time that mostly comes from watching it with friends when it came out. And then also the iconic quotes, of course. I mean, we just, I think it might have been in the last episode, Ted, when you you did the unacceptable! (laughs) For some reason. Oh, Lemon Grab is a choice antagonist also. He's very good. True. We love him. Um... Okay, so now kind of moving on from childhood and memories, how do you think that this franchise has impacted your adult life and ways of thinking? Because as we know from psychology, you're very impressionable around the age that you started watching this show. So yeah, how do you think that watching this show at that age has impacted your life and the ways you think, if you think it has (laughs) at all? Yeah, I mean, I think... I think Adventure Time, like one of the core kind of themes is to, you know, be your most authentic self and also to do that, but in ways that don't stop other people from being their most authentic selves. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that I've kind of carried with me all the way throughout life and something that, you know, it was really disguised with the uh, absolutely stunning like colorful visuals and like the insane animation Mm -hmm. but that's kind of at at the core of most stories of adventure time yeah because when you're a kid you're not watching it like wow this show is telling me to be my most authentic (laughs) self (laughs) (laughs) can i learn from this yeah but especially since you do watch it in your adulthood like not just not even just looking back and remembering it, like you've actually watched it as an adult, you can recognize those themes that you're like, oh, this was a good positive message for me in my youth. (laughs) Yeah, without a doubt. And I think 
I think that's also part of the reason I love the show so much is that it has kind of an emotional core in in a lot of the episodes that I think is very subtle, Mm -hmm. but very powerful and like very like small animation details or small character exchanges. There's a lot of like really positive messaging about growing up and finding senses of belonging and uh, exploring relationships and rejection is like one of the hugest themes in like the early mm-hmm. season. True. Uh, the early seasons of Adventure Time is like handling rejection when you don't fully understand what love is. Like <laughs> that's the kind of stuff uh, that as a kid is like is really meaningful because you're like really looking for that sense of belonging. So I think Adventure Time kind of. Finn's feeling that because part of Finn's thing is he's the only human in the mm-hmm. whole world as far as he's aware. Yeah. Until towards the end of the show and then mythos stuff. But <laughs> yeah, that's I appreciate pressure. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Oh, and then he's he's still such a good boy, too. I think it's a good I mean, we've talked about a lot of shows. Well, I don't know if we've necessarily talked about it a lot, but like there's so much that teaches, especially young boys how to not handle rejection correctly. So it is nice to hear from the mouth of a full grown man that like you were watching a show in your youth that was like, Hey, it's okay. If you get rejected, sometimes you don't have to be a total creep about it. (laughs) Or like your life actually isn't over. If this girl doesn't like you. Our next question. I feel like, I feel like you're reading along with us as we're (laughs) like asking these questions. I'm I'm not looking ahead. I promise. No, 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 no not. I'm like actually a bad very way. bad. I'm bad at reading. I you're don't know you're very. Me. I don't know how, but you are like very much making it easy for us to segue into our questions. You know, yeah. I do my best. I'm a great. I'm a great guest. What can I say? I love that you just said no. I'm not doing it intentionally at all. And then you went, yeah, yeah I'm doing my best. <laughs> Yeah, but like tying into like the emotional aspects of the show, are there any episodes that you remember or that make you think of like really, really sad episodes? Any episodes that brought you to like tears or close to tears? That's a good question. I will confess, uh, Eden can attest, very little media drives me to tears. Yeah, he's psychotic. Yeah, I'm not much of a crier when it comes to watching things. I will say, though, Adventure Time did successfully make me tear up, but it wasn't until I watched the series finale, which I think I watched it like two years ago because I didn't watch it when it aired because I kind of fell off Adventure Time in college and then got back on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it made me cry because essentially in the outro of the the series finale, you kind of get to see a lot of characters kind of live out the rest of their lives through like really brief moments. Mm -hmm. And it's just really touching to like get to, even though the show's over, you know that like they are completing their own journeys and they're happy. Among these details is Bubblegum and Marceline like resuming their relationship and like living together. Um, And you get to just watch them like be happy in a relationship despite being estranged for literally all 10 seasons of the show. Um, So, you know, little things like that were were really moving, especially the Adventure Time kind of has the iconic like outro song, the like come along with me song. Come along with me. Okay, I'm not going to sing it. Yeah, that's the one. And of course... (laughs) that's uh that's playing throughout the entire like montage mm-hmm. and it like all of a sudden has like so much more meaning when you're watching like it's like okay this yeah. is the very end and we we have come along you know yeah so they really hit you in the yeah nostalgia yeah 
That's it, rude. It, first it, of all. That's rude. It yeah. was rude. It was rude in like the beautiful way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was rude in the way. Well, like, I just, like you said, there's like 300 episodes of this show. So of course, when you, I feel like it's quite lucky when you get a show that long and you actually get a nice finale as yeah. well. So that on top of the fact that it's like you've spent so much time with these characters and it's just like, goodbye. <laughs> you I, had another question. Yeah. Just go ahead and ask it. <laughs> we okay, have time. So- <laughs> What made you want to take the time out of your day today to talk with us about Adventure Time? That is a great question. Also, you guys are really <laughs> killing this whole interview I thing. Know, we're I must so say. Awesome. I must say. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, one I wanted to flex how much I love this show because I love success. Yeah. Mission success. <laughs> great. Mission accomplished. But the second reason is like I said, this show just like means a lot to me personally i don't know i'm just like i'm so enthralled with it it's such a big was such a big part of my childhood and it's like it's such a big part of my current early ish adulthood that i was really excited at the prospect of being able to express some of my opinions about it and why i like it so much because it it holds a lot of weight i mean obviously it's a very critically successful show so by no means an obscure mm-hmm. not coming in with the hipster angle like but uh, <laughs> but it, it's cool. It's definitely a fun time to talk about things you love. So I, I definitely was honored to uh, <laughs> be asked to be Adventure Time's advocate here on the Psych Channel pod. Yeah. We, yeah, we wanted to cover Adventure Time. It was like on our list of shows to cover. And we decided to make it an interview, obviously, because I was like, well, I know somebody that <laughs> likes Adventure Time more than anybody else I've ever spoken to. <laughs> So we are starting to wrap up here. Uh, why would you recommend Adventure Time to others? Like if there's people who are listening who haven't watched it, whether that be because it is te- like a kid's cartoon or they don't really watch cartoons that much or whatever, why would you recommend they check out the show? Let's see. Because yeah. it's dope as fuck. Yeah, it's a really, really, Fair. really Really a million reasons, Uh, but I I would boil them down to one, it's the episodes are very short. Every episode of Adventure Time is about 11 minutes. That's a Tegwin show right there. I would say very consumable, (laughs) very consumable. So not, not very time consuming. Mm -hmm. And so there's that component to it. I would say it's genuinely funny. Like some of these like visual gags and little snippets of dialogue still make me laugh out loud to this day. I would say it's beautiful Mm -hmm. Uh, and beautiful. Not only in the animation is like very detailed and colorful and beautiful and all the design choices are great, but also from an like aesthetic standpoint, it, genre blends like nothing Mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I still love it so much to this day. It's a sci-fi, fantasy, noir, romance. Anything it wants to be. Really. Yeah. It, Ooh is a, is a world where you can do anything you want because it's the the post-apocalyptic... I've been tripping on that word all day. It's hard. Post-apocalyptic <laughs> world that has reawakened magic. Mm-hmm. So then that means we have both the radioactive remnants of the old world, you know, mm-hmm. and then wizards. <laughs> so... 
that's all you need to have a land where absolutely anything goes. Yeah. I mean, the primary location is a kingdom of sentient candy. Like we're really starting <laughs> off in the in the in the boonies of concepts, yeah, if you will. Yeah. So like truly anything is possible and, and the show is definitely better for it. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I think I would conclude bouncing off that point is because anything is possible, we, you get some absolutely insane tidbits of story that are then craftily woven into a mythos that is cohesive. Mm -hmm. And so that ironically enough, like now that's like what the MCU has done and Mm -hmm. it's like very popular and everybody's like, Oh, I absolutely love that. That little detail means something down the road. Uh, And adventure time has that too. So it's got kind of the episodic, just consume an 11 minute cartoon short of two goofballs bouncing around in fantasy land Mm -hmm. but also if you sit and watch all 300 episodes you'll get a cohesive mythology that will flipping blow your mind (laughs) you are allowed to curse on the show (laughs) i don't know if you've listened to our show where i literally just go fucking shit fuck fuck yeah yeah, i I do swear like a sailor but in talking about a children's television show you don't swear like a sailor i swear like a sailor <laughs> uh, the flipping felt appropriate, but it, it fucking slaps. It. Yeah. That's what you want to say. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> no, that is that is a good point. Like, there's something for everybody to love, and you can definitely watch it in your adulthood and appreciate the more nuanced aspects of it rather than you know when you're a kid just watching it because it's cool. Oh yeah, and there's also a ton of like subtle adult humor. Like, oh that, yeah. That... Oh yeah. Any good cartoon has a ton yeah. of subtle adult oh, yeah. humor it's that you don't awesome. understand. Th- that witch's you're... garden episode I brought up. Uh-huh. Uh the mermaid, the horrible trash mermaid in that episode, really wants to fuck Finn. Like that's her <laughs> whole bag. She's He's like twelve. Wanna... <laughs> Not okay. Not okay. Yeah. We already talked about a teacher. And We're then, not going back to And that. then Finn <laughs> says no, and then he she tries to feed him to her children. Okay. Oh, I remember that episode now that you said it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our last question. <laughs> yeah. And once again, you kind of like touched on mm-hmm. it a little bit. So you said that like in in Adventure Time, literally like anything can happen. So if you we're in an episode of Adventure Time. Like, what would you want your episode? Like, what would you want to happen in your episode? Wow, that's a really. I just. I don't even know where to begin with that one. Okay, I think some of the best episodes of Adventure Time. There's kind of a a couple of like noir episodes <laughs> because Finn has kind of an obsession with mysteries. Me too. That is explored pretty often. <laughs> So I think I would like to be a member of the Candy Kingdom and come to Finn and Jake, who are, you know, the monster kicking badasses, and mm-hmm. then bring them like something completely mundane <laughs> that is going wrong in my Candy Kingdom life, mm-hmm. and then watch the shenanigans unfold as they try to solve this very mundane thing. Nice. And then maybe in the end, the mundane thing is actually the snail that turns out to be the lich, and then that actually launches <laughs> into something very important to the mythos. Like, that's the kind of stuff you come to Adventure Time for, you know? So. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's all the questions we got. The very last question is just where can our listeners find you if they want to they wanna continue to hear your takes about this? <laughs> oh my gosh, an opportunity to yeah, plug? an opportunity. My, I'm trying to give you clout here. My Twitter? Oh. Yeah, uh, people can find me at Jacob T. McKinney, where I occasionally just scream about sports and also 
talk about geeky crap. So whichever one you're into, I have both. (laughs) Yeah, and while you're going to check out Jacob's Twitter, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PsychChannelPod. Or you can even uh, send us an email, maybe containing your dreams, maybe, at PsychChannelPod at gmail.com. If I had any dreams, I would send them. Okay, well, you're Appreciated. But also not appreciated. Maybe just have more dreams, Jacob. Maybe just wake up a dream and send it to us, okay? We're desperate at this point. This is the part of the episode where I get angry and aggressive. Guys, send us your damn dreams. We know you have them. Like, okay, Jacob, don't have dreams. But we know we know some people got dreams. We want to hear them. We want to analyze them. Send them to us. Also, Follow us on your preferred podcast platform. We're on a bunch more now. So you got options, baby. Spice it up. (laughs) And leave some reviews on Apple Podcasts. We want to see your five stars or your four stars. Let us know what we're doing. Let us know what we're doing crappy. (laughs) (laughs) But be nice. We're people too. And That is all. Thank you, Jacob, for joining us. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in.